Welcome into No Punt Intended, presented by Club Fantasy. I am your host, Joe Zolo. We have finally made it, ladies and gentlemen, for roughly, I'd probably say 80% of fantasy football players in 10-team or more leagues. Welcome to the playoffs, or welcome to the loser's bracket. We're sorry that you're there. But here to coach you through either the playoffs or the loser's bracket to make sure you don't come in last place are myself and joining, as always, Joshua Hudson and Ryan Weiss. And for the first time on No Pun Intended, but the second time on Club Fantasy, returning from the Women of Fantasy Football Show's writer with the Fantasy Footballers and Fighting Chance Fantasy, Miss Casey Kasem. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Thank you guys for having me. Hey, hey. <laughs> woo Super excited to have Casey on. Uh, she's already forewarned us that she's going to rip on her Dallas Cowboys, so we're all <laughs> excited about that one. Um, you know, me, everyone hating the Cowboys and Josh being an Eagles fan, that's a pretty fun argument to get into. All right, just before <laughs> we get into this, though, quick news and thoughts. Uh, Carson Wentz officially benched. Jalen Hurts will start on Sunday, but that does not mean start him in your fantasy lineups. Let's just get that out of the way right now. <laughs> Uh, Antonio Gibson has a severe case of turf toe. And if you were listening or if you were watching the game and you heard, I believe it was Daryl Johnston was explaining turf toe, it may sound like a bitchy injury, but in reality, it is not by any Mm. means. Um, So he is most likely out week 14 at the minimum and probably could be out maybe two, maybe three games. James Conner and Mark Andrews have been activated off the COVID IR list, so they're good to go. Bengals offensive tackle Jonah Williams has been placed on IR. This really only hurts the Bengals passing game and the potential return of Joe Mixon. Most likely Mixon's not seeing the field again in 2020. There's absolutely no reason for him to return. I mean, really, there's no reason for CMC to return either, but yeah, the Panthers are still looking like they're going to throw him out there. But... He wants to be out there, though. We could argue that we don't know <laughs> to be out there. And he's dealing with a thigh injury, too, mind you. Like, just... Shut him down, man. Just yeah, don't get it. Yeah, time time to. I mean, McCaffrey's McCaffrey's a dog, so he wants to be out there. I don't. Mixon's a dog when he's on the field and when he gets going, but he's not the guy that's like ah, I want to get out there. I feel like he's more like the ah, I have my money. Yeah, we're good <laughs> now. That's what I feel like. But going and starting into our three up, three downs before we get into our upside downsides. All right, so I'm gonna run through everyone's upsides here. And then I'm going to pick out one for you to tell me why they were your upside. So we'll start with Casey here. Michael Gallup, Matthew Stafford, and Mike Gesicki. Ryan, you had Baker Mayfield, David Montgomery, and Corey Davis. Josh, you had Josh Allen, Ty Johnson, and Deontay Johnson. Myself, I had Gunnar Olszewski, Justin Jefferson, and Tim Patrick. So Casey, being the Cowboys fan, Michael Gallup finally decided to show up in yeah. Week 13. Finally. Yeah, I mean, the offense in that game was not great, but they looked better than they have in a really long time. And yes, Gallup finally got involved in the game. He had a really nice outing for, especially since, I mean, he's been (laughs) sitting on the bench for a very long time. And then you get in a situation where you have to start someone, you're like, dang it, I got to start Gallup. But luckily, Andy Dalton and Gallup were on the same page last night, even though it was kind of a, <laughs> a crap game, uh, got something out of it. Does that carry, do you think that carries over this week against an even worse secondary in Cincinnati? Yeah, I think that it's going to still be a pathetic outing by the Cowboys in general, but <laughs> I think that Michael Gallup um, has this confidence now. He's shown that he can be that number two guy 
on the offense. And I think that Andy Dalton feels comfortable getting him the ball because when the ball's to him, he actually catches it. And, you know, that's something crazy to see last night, um, you know, scoring touchdown and doing all that jazz. But, yeah, I think it'll carry over because he's he's just money when it comes to actually catching the football. Here's the interesting thing. When you look at Gallup stats, since week eight against Philly, 12 targets, seven targets, five targets, eight targets, 11 targets. Yeah, these They're throwing him the football. Like yep. Yeah. Yeah. He only has one touchdown, but they're yeah. throwing him the football. And right. I mean, we got to be we got to be thinking Andy Dalton revenge game, right? Like he has <laughs> Oh, Andy Dalton there. Blowing up this week. Let's be real. <laughs> oh the red uh, rifle, baby. Oh god, I need a I need a quarterback and I didn't even think of that. I might pick up Andy Dalton. <laughs> I, I'm hoping for the sake of our draft pick that he does not go off. <laughs> there we go. There's 2020 in a nutshell. Yep. <laughs> for, the, for the sake That's of That's why top... I'm glad Jalen Hurts is starting for us this week. <laughs> well, it reminds me of that, that wasn't it Miami and Cincinnati last year where they were like both actively yep. trying to lose. <laughs> I'm all kinda right like, with it. Kind of like the Jets this year. And yeah. I don't <laughs> care what anyone says. The Jets are actively trying to lose. Uh, Ryan, you know what? Let's give some love to David Montgomery. Because you nailed it. You had him as RB1 in your projections, yeah, yeah. so you nailed it. Mm-hmm. I, I brought this up on – I did a show with uh, a couple of friends last night for the uh, Fantasy Playbook, and I brought up that the look on Josh's face when I said that Monty was my RB1. <laughs> it yep. was, it was all, all the motivation I needed. <laughs> you did it like two weeks ago with Montgomery, and I was just like – but on, dude. like the, Detroit on. is awful. <laughs> Detroit is just awful on defense right now. Matt mm-hmm. Patricia wasn't the only problem they had, but I suppose they'll try to conquer that in the offseason. But 111 total yards, he's he's the only running back they're using outside of Cordero Patterson, whatever you want to classify him as. Ryan Nall is not seeing the field. So I just love what you're getting out of Monty, and this is what you're going to continue to kind of get out of him where he's – hella boring like there's just no mm-hmm. ifs ands or buts about it but when he finds the end zone and when he finds it twice this is the type of game he can give you and it was exciting to be right <laughs> when his offensive line creates a hole he is dangerous yeah in space so again this is your this is your weekly reminder it's not david montgomery it's his offensive line and the reason his offensive line has looked so good the last two weeks he has played crapola defenses and then another thing i would throw out just because we're getting to that point of the year for a lot of players where you have to start thinking about next year think about this when people start to hype up Tariq cohen next year the bears have proven they don't need a second running back Mm -hmm. they're not going to just change that next year and just start feeding cohen again there's a chance it's not even going to be the same coach there but we'll worry about that at the end of the season but cohen is going to end up being gadget plays a little bit of passing down, but he's not going to see the the 90 to 100 carries that he saw two years ago when he was a top 20 RB. And he's going to be their punt returner, too. They don't really have a punt returner right now. I believe they released Ted Ginn, um, who was supposed to be their punt returner. So those duties were supposed to go to Tariq Cohen. Um, and obviously Cordero Patterson's their kick returner, but Tariq Cohen's kind of second in line behind Cordero Patterson. Um, so, again, great great thing to keep in mind. Great point. Um, and Cohen too, didn't he? He tore his ACL, correct? So he may not even return for week yeah, it one. Might not be in time. <sighs> yeah, he might not even. Man, return. and the potential was there because we've seen it from him, yep. and it sucks. Just sucks. 
It does suck. <laughs> That's also, all you can say. Quick shout out from Angie. She's been waiting all day. Thanks, Angie. We Damn, appreciate thank you. you. We appreciate you, Angie. Awesome. Absolutely love that. All right. Um, next one, Josh. Uh, tell me about Josh Allen because you have the same name. So, I mean, remember last week when we got these questions like Josh Allen or Justin Herbert? Yeah. And I, I know Ryan and I were kind of on the, the Herbert <laughs> side of things. And Ooh, Joe was yeah. like, do not play Herbert. Justin Herbert. Yep. Herbert is not <sighs> going to do well. Mm-hmm. And Herbert flat out sucked. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll and get I'll there. Tell you what, we'll get there. We'll get there. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I know that that Josh Allen, like both of us, we were kind of like, maybe you know he's going to struggle. I mean, San Francisco is they've they've been a quality team. Yeah, and they're healthy. And Josh Allen just said, "Hold this beer," and just fucking balled out four touchdown passes. He looked like the Josh Allen that we saw the first three weeks of the season yep. because he really hasn't looked that way most of this season it's 80. been very hit or miss and up and down but they're at a point right now <laughs> yeah i mean he's completing almost 70 percent of his passes on the year like none of us would have fathomed this going so, into 2020 so since since week four josh allen has had three games over 30 points two of them have come in state farm stadium just think of that, because remember, Ooh. the San Francisco 49ers. Where's the Super Bowl this year? Isn't it in Tampa? It is in Tampa Damn, Bay. Damn, I couldn't have been in Arizona. Buffalo might have a shot. <laughs> what day is the Super Super Bowl going to be on this year? It's, uh, Super Bowl so, Tuesday. Oh, I was. I was. Uh, hope it's a Sunday. That would be fun. Sorry, yeah. now we have to postpone to Wednesday. <laughs> It'll be Wednesday at 3:05 Eastern. Uh, <laughs> 3:05. Oh man. Um, okay, my guy. Um, quick shout out to Gunnar Olszewski. What a, what a man, honestly. <laughs> Love Gunnar Olszewski. He will never amount to anything as a wide receiver. <laughs> Absolutely never. But wow, I love Gunnar Olszewski. But the real one, Tim Patrick. I, I had him in 2019 before it was cool. That's all I want to say. Um, but hey, two touchdowns. What did he only catch? Four passes, but two of them were in the end zone? Yeah. Shout out Tim Patrick. Absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. All right, now the fun stuff all right casey derrick henry greg zerline kyle rudolph i have a feeling you want to talk about greg zerline (laughs) i mean that's a lot of like expletives i don't know if i should (laughs) talk about greg zerline but yeah oh we we put the e stamp on the show you're good casey okay good let it rip (laughs) okay sweet so this motherfucker No. All right. No, but seriously, did you see what bro did last night? He missed three out of four field goals. Like, <laughs> seriously, I'm in a league where a guy's like, where I share a team with a guy and he's like, should we start our kicker? And I'm thinking, he's like, there's no way that they could get negative. And I'm thinking if I had Greg Zerline on my fantasy team, yeah. <laughs> no, there's no way. But like the Cowboys really need to like figure out I, I read maybe he was the one who actually failed the covid test and it wasn't it wasn't really you know if they could get him out jerry would have but you know <laughs> so i i will say greg zerline missed three of four but justin tucker just missed one so you had to assume that the opposing kicker should have missed every other kick <laughs> yeah. i mean and the jinx on that oh my oh, god yeah. i, I got, don't even let's announcers, start on that the moment the kicker lines up announcers need to stop talking i don't care who it is 
I don't care how close it is. Stop talking. Just don't say a word. All right. We all know that whatever you say has nothing to do with the outcome on the field, but we all think it. But perception. Yes. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Also, we see all the questions coming in, guys. We will get to them in a very quick moment. We just want to finish the three downs. And before we head into the upsides, we'll, of course, get to all your questions like we do every single week. Ryan, your three downs, Justin Herbert, Terry McLaurin, and Andy Reid. I'll just say the Andy (laughs) Reid one. You think it's a dirty move for fantasy managers of the handling of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah. But tell me about Terry McLaurin. Just heartbreaking because the Steelers are supposed to be bad against wide receivers. I mean, I understand they're a good defense, but they have surrendered points to fantasy wide receivers. And he's Terry McLaurin. We literally have deemed him bulletproof on our start sit show. And then he goes out and gets six targets in a game with no Antonio Gibson catches two balls for 14 yards. So how much I, of that though do you think had to do with Antonio Gibson leaving early? No, that to me really was the biggest issue because without having to focus on stopping to Gibson, yep. they put mm-hmm. everything on McLaurin and just took him I, out of the game. Yeah, I they were already playing high low with McLaurin most of the game anyway. So I I mean again Gibson got hurt in what the first drive. Yeah. So it, I mean yep. at that point it was it was a small sample size to compare to. Yeah, and I think that's why Logan Thomas and McKissick just ate all game. Hmm. And, and that makes, I mean, McKissick, you love seeing sense. the targets. It's It makes things just so much nicer for those who've held on to McKissick through all this because you're likely not going to see Gibson, at least for the fantasy playoffs. I, I don't expect they're going to rush him back out there. But my goodness, and I understand they threw everything at him. I think it was almost a good thing because you need to remember that your players are mortal sometimes. Derrick Henry did the same thing for us this week because you just, Derrick Henry in December is supposed to be money, and he certainly wasn't this week. And McLaurin is kind of the same thing. He's been money all season. This time he couldn't even hit eight targets and couldn't do anything with the balls that were thrown his way. Yeah, I, I think a big thing there is the high-low coverage they were running on him. Even on that deep ball where it kind of bounced off his hands and you felt like he should have caught it because he's geez, Terry McLaurin. He's been fantastic, but in reality it was a very tough catch. There was a safety over the top. They're, they were playing high-low coverage on him the entire game. How do you shut down a number one receiver? You play high-low. It's that simple. You just play high-low coverage, especially with how bad of a receiving core outside of McLaurin that the Washington football team have. Cam Sims stepped up. Like, yep. Cam Sims took a giant step forward in showing, okay, you can play high-low in McLaurin, but you also have to pay attention to me because I can, you know, break coverage on a bad defensive back. So I think I understand I think they're, they're completely different players, and the name thing is just hilarious, but – Seeing Cam Sims be even moderately successful just breaks my heart for what I thought Stephen Sims was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> no, you are nowhere... all over that hey. Stephen Sims Jr. trade, yep. man. They're nowhere near the same build yeah. whatsoever, they but they the have the same anything. last name. Yep. <laughs> it's painful. All right, Josh, your downsides. Sterling Shepard, Russell Wilson, and the Jets. I don't I don't I don't want you to talk about the Jets because the blitz call was not on Greg Williams it came directly from the uh upstairs uh, up up in the GM's booth and Williams was the scapegoat I mean that's such a Williams move though I mean the guy has lived and died by the blitz his entire career Greg Williams has never done that ever in his career in that situation I'm not Why saying do do regardless of whether in that situation or not. I'm just saying, like, the guy has lived and died by the Blitz. Oh, of course. You know, all the time. But, yeah, like, j- just that entire move and watching the end of that game, 
if, if it really did come from upstairs and not from Greg Williams, of first off, why is upstairs meddling with how the team is calling plays? Because they want the first overall draft pick. Regardless of whether that's the case, I remember when, uh, what was it? Um, uh, wasn't Cleveland like fined heavily for something, doing something similar? They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll take the fine in a seventh round draft pick in 2023. I, I don't know. Like, that just, you don't like coaches coach front office. You crunch numbers. Stay the fuck off the field. Like it's not so, hard. So, and, and here, here's, here's why a hundred percent the front office is telling them to lose. Hmm. What defense has three straight holding calls on three consecutive fourth down plays? Well, and then the play before the game winner. An undisciplined team for starters. And, yeah, Aguilar and, was butt naked exactly to where and then even the announcers were like how do you let this happen and so then i was watching it on red zone so i didn't get to see the actual touchdown when it happened but i get the notification on my phone that said henry ruggs touchdown i'm like wait a second did they hit on a hail mary after just missing on a and it wasn't even a hail mary but did they hit right after missing and then they should play i'm like what the hell like this doesn't happen in the NFL. <laughs> can we also talk about how lamar jackson bit on a stop route like who bites on a stop route in that scenario like just go backwards stopping lamar jackson that plays defense not the one that's the quarterback of the baltimore yeah Kings. that gets me every time <laughs> they have a lamar jackson for the new york, for the new that's york hilarious. It gets me every time yeah. I just want I just want somebody now to picture Lamar Jackson doing all yeah. that. Yeah, he'd probably do Everything. a better job than that guy. That's yeah. all I'm saying. All right, my three downs. Ooh, victory lap time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'll start with Miles Sanders. That that's not really a victory lap. That's just that's on Peterson, man. That's yeah, not well, even on him. At this point. Philly's a lost cause. Everyone no, really on that are. team is a Absolutely lost cause. Are. Sit all of them. Don't yeah. unless it's Dallas Goddard, sit all of them. I and I wouldn't even be starting him. Not this even week. this week. No, I'm benching Goddard this yeah, week. You Don't wait on those tight ends for at least a week. Exactly. Uh first victory lap, the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Who's been saying they were a fraud, undefeated team since week five? This guy and no. I think it was players. heading into this week. They were rated as the thirty first ranked strength of schedule. Yeah. <laughs> They were I mean, play, it's like when you, they when you have, playing, like, I understand it's not easy to go undefeated, but when your schedule is literally that easy, it should I be mean, easy to go undefeated. You should be 11 and 0. Right? They, they Unless were, you're the Dallas Cowboys, you should be 11 and 0. Exactly. They, it was literal non existent teams down the rest of the road, minus Buffalo. Yeah. The best chance, the lowest chance they had to lose was against Buffalo, and their chance of losing was 40%. Not a single one of these games down the stretch, besides Buffalo, were they below a 70% chance of winning their games, according well, to the metrics. What is ridiculous as it sounds, they've now opened themselves up to not winning their division. <laughs> like, yes. The whole narrative is changed now. So. Yeah. So, Pittsburgh's a giant bunch of frauds. They have a great front seven a fraud secondary that only knows how to play zone defense and uh, receivers that can't catch an offensive line that doesn't know what run blocking is. And Ben Roethlisberger, who still can't throw a football for the previous two years. It's been the exact same story with him. I will say, however, he looked reasonably more mobile in that game on Monday. Like he looked reasonably more mobile. Wasn't sure what it was. The biggest victory lap. Whoo. Justin Herbert. All right, guys. I know you got into it with Tyler from Dynasty Happy Hour too. 
about but that. He 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 joked about it at the end. He joked about yeah. it at the end because I thought he was full on serious. I'm like, I I, I kind of did too, honestly. I'm like, dude, I laid out my reasoning <laughs> ten times. Like, take take it or leave it. And then he joked at the end. So, Justin Herbert was the worst starting quarterback in the NFL in terms of fantasy points this week. Yes, that includes Carson Wentz, who was benched. He had a worse week than Colt McCoy, Jalen Hurts, Brandon Allen, Mike Glennon, who scored 10 more points than him. Uh, The only person who saw, the only two people that saw the field and didn't score more points than Justin Herbert were Jacoby Brissett on a quarterback sneak and Ryan Finley. The only two <laughs> quarterbacks to not score more points than Justin Herbert this week. Victory lap galore over here. Well, just no one wanted to listen. He, he cost the most me. humble man in the room, ladies mm. and gentlemen. No one wanted like to listen. <laughs> he cost me a playoff berth in one league. Mm. <laughs> and he cost the Women's Sports Foundation $100 when he knocked me out of first place in another league where I would have had $100 donated to the charity of my choice. So Mm-mm. fuck Justin Herbert. <laughs> Ryan, if you listen to me, his charm can only take him so far, right? If you listen to me, all right, guys, we're gonna get we're gonna backtrack here, get to some of these questions uh, from our buddy Sean. Hi, we always got to give Sean a shout out. He carries the show essentially. So Sean, yeah. All right, so from our buddy Bobby Schmurda, I I don't know if that's the that'd be sick if it's the real Bobby Schmurda. That'd be sick. Y'all can (laughs) hey, they need you to drop a little like. There you go. You should listen. Intro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So should he trade for anyone or keep what he has? Says he doesn't have a trade deadline. He just got Miles Gaskin today. And Great Josh typed in, he asked, is it I a like dynasty that. or redraft? He said it's a redraft. Hmm. So, Casey, I don't know if you know of anybody off the top of your head that you were potentially targeting at trade That's why deadlines. I had Ryan pull up the uh, the fantasy football or strength to schedule tool that they have. Because okay. I figured this would be an easy way. I think we covered this. I don't know if it was on last week's show or Saturday's show. Quickly, yes, we did. But yeah, there, there. I mean, obviously, there are some people that have stronger strength of schedules going yeah. forward. So, all right, Mister Weiss, take it away. Um, you're probably not going to be able to pull because Derrick Henry has the easiest schedule. You're clearly not getting him. Aaron Jones has the second easiest of running backs. David Montgomery is probably making himself untradeable, but his current manager might think he's fool's gold. Um, he plays Houston, Minnesota, and Jacksonville to end his schedule. What you saw last week is what you're going to see out of David Montgomery to end the rest of the season. Um, Ronald Jones might be a good one if you believe they're going to actually give him the ball, mainly because he plays Detroit in week 16. So those are just some running backs. At wide receiver, um, if you believe in Antonio Brown, you may be able to get him coming off of the bye. The Buccaneers have the easiest schedule, and Chris Godwin just had pins removed from his finger. He should be fine, but if he's not, that's going to open things up for Antonio Brown. Uh, you Again, the Bears have the easiest schedule, second easiest for wide receivers. Allen Robinson might be someone you're going after. I don't think you're going to be able to get any of the Rams wide receivers. Attack the Terry McLaurin owner right now. As someone who loves Terry McLaurin, mm-hmm. I'm heartbroken today. They play San Francisco, Seattle, and Carolina. Now, I want to throw one thing out about Seattle. Um, since Jamal Adams has come back and Carlos Dunlap has added they have slowed and shut wide receivers down so it's not the gimme matchup that it was earlier this season other than that there's nobody great out there maybe the aj brown manager is a little upset right now they have the eighth easiest schedule for wide receivers and for tight end it really doesn't matter um seattle 
has the easiest schedule for tight ends. The issue is who's their tight end. Noah Fant has a great schedule. I doubt you're going to be able to pry him from his owner's cold, dead hands. Yeah. And then it's Jacksonville, Tyler Eifert, who is my stream of the week this week. You're going to be able to find him on waivers. Minnesota, you don't want those guys. Houston, you don't know which tight end. You don't want Austin Hooper. It's really ugly for tight ends. So your best bet is just playing the streaming game. Unless you can get Noah Fant, that might be the one guy I'm targeting at tight end. There you go. There's your answers. Boom. And from our from our buddy, uh, oh, Steely, this is the question here. So he can win it all in a five-year keeper league if he wins this week. Does he trade Patrick Mahomes and Mark Andrews for Justin Herbert and Darren Waller in a half-point PPR? So I'll start. No. Unless you can't keep Mahomes after this year. That's my only question. Yeah, that's yeah. the only thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's, well, that's the only caveat. Mahomes is only hitting, what, his fourth year? So no. He won third year, is it right? his fourth? Fourth year. He won the Super Bowl last year? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so yeah, so fourth this year. is his fourth year. Okay. So yep. unless you drafted Mahomes, which is unlikely, and then have had him, you probably have two years left on Mahomes. No, you can't make that trade. No, absolutely no. not. He's oh. going to be a top three quarterback easily the next year, two years. Oh, he says he can't keep him. Okay, then trade him. Yeah, if yeah. you cannot keep him, trade him. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a no-brainer. Go get the best wide go. receiver on the there Las Vegas go. Raiders. Yeah. You that... know what, though? I mean, okay, <laughs> let, let's be real. If you're trying to win it all this year, why would you, like, why would, I would just ride it out with Mahomes. Like, I, I get, because, I mean, Dynasty is all about this. Like, you always want to try to keep the youngest guys possible. But why... Are 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 your chances better? Oh goodness, no! Yeah, to that's win with Herbert and Waller versus well, and Andrews, and Andrews has as long as he's back, and I assume he is because with him being a diabetic, they're not going to bring him back unless he's back. He has a great schedule to end the year, so I'm um, starting with this week. So that's a very good point. I guess I wasn't really thinking about that. That you're making this trade this week, and then I'm guessing you're playing against Mahomes. Like, or I guess I don't know. I, if you no no if you're going for the win keep it and yeah rebuild, I mean, and that's yeah, kind of the point like i i would much rather if i can win it all i'm keeping the best guys and right now the best guy is mahomes in this entire deal yeah waller has been great don't well, get me wrong i value him a lot more than andrews well but i'm still gonna about, take I, the best quarterback I, in this scenario I, well, let's I, talk I, about this week I understand it's Mahomes. I understand he's bulletproof. Miami's defense is no joke. If you get two <laughs> touchdowns out of Mahomes this week with 250 yards, that's a pedestrian week. Now, obviously, you don't want Justin Herbert to do what he did last week. No. But, but how can you trust Anthony Lynn? Because he's Facts. from my hometown. That's why. There you go. <laughs> There's your answer. You don't need anything else. There you go. I'm just saying, I would much rather trust the talent in Mahomes. Like, I, I get that Herbert's been great. But that Chargers offense right now, they're just not clicking mm -hmm. at all. I don't trust it. I, I would stick with what I got with Mahomes and Andrews. So Ryan's and extreme tight end if I have to. So yeah. mm -hmm. Ryan, Ryan's out here spoiling my downside, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, quickly, Sean's asking, uh, hate asking start sit defense questions. He's asking, needs to replace the Dolphins, Dean. He's kind of asking who to claim for the rest of the season. Dallas's defense, who is on track to set a <laughs> franchise record for most points allowed, yeah, definitely, yeah. and no. is currently on pace to be the second most points allowed in NFL history by eight. Yes. So very Some... real, 
very realistic chance they actually You're allow the most one. points. He's got to sneak into that number one spot real soon. <laughs> the Cardinals defense, Washington football team, or Carolina defense? I, I'm going to answer Washington. It's And you, you also don't play rest of season with your defense. However, while you can't start the Dolphins this week, they have New England and somebody else very beatable in week 16 because I'm holding them in a league. Hold the Dolphins if you can. You're going to play them in 15 and 16. You're going to play the Washington football team this week. Yeah. Washington football team this week. There you go. From Lee in a standard, he needs two. D-Hop, Keenan, and Adam Thielen. Casey, I'll start with you. I'm going to go with uh, Keenan Allen and Thielen. Right. I like it. <laughs> I would not do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tampa Bay's it. defense is better than I understand. I would I would bench Still trash. if I had it. I would do I would do Hopkins and Allen. I uh, you're gonna get Thielen and Keenan Allen. Yeah, I think you're 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 probably gonna get multiple answers here. Um, <laughs> the Vike or the the Bucks actually allow have allowed 23 touchdowns to quarterbacks this year. So Be- because their secondary is garbage. That, that's kind of the point that I'm getting at. And in the end zone, Thielen is the guy. And in a standard, you want touchdowns. So I'm going to lean Thielen and probably Hopkins against New York. I know the Giants have been better, but it's still DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm going to bet on him. I, I, I get Allen is the target guy. I would much rather you start all three. Uh, and I think he chimed, yeah. Lee chimed in a little bit later with, kind of who he's thinking so, about flexing. Yeah, so his so he has two running backs. We'll call Zeke and Eckler in that spot, and he has Monty as his flex. So essentially, are you benching one of these running backs in favor of uh, any of those? Th- I, would I know personally... Zeke bounced back, but I would absolutely bounce Zeke, start Eckler, Monty, Ooh. and the three wide receivers. I'd ba- It's a standard. I'd bounce Eckler. Yeah, I was, was going to say the same thing. I'd bench It's Eckler. a standard. I'd bounce Eckler. Zeke, yeah, that's Zeke's, fair. Zeke, he yeah. Had, he, he, what do you yeah, have? that's fair. What case he had eighteen carries against Baltimore. And Cincinnati's I, it, it was, terrible. Yeah, I mean it was his you know, his best game in quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. like the the thing is like we saw he him better running the football. Yeah, too. he did. And we we saw him, what was it, two or three weeks ago against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. He had over a hundred yards. Right. And he looked good. Minnesota's a bad run defense. Mm-hmm. What's Cincinnati? A yeah. bad run I defense. Like Gaskin looked great against Cincinnati in his first game back from injury. Exactly. So that's why I think Zeke is good for a hundred and probably a touchdown. And I think that Pollard being there too, like Pollard looked good last night too. You know, he always does. I so Pollard always looks good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I mean, to- there you go. Tony Pollard is going to get paid at some point. He's he's mm-hmm. going to be a one B in someone's offense soon enough. But yeah, uh, I would bench Eck and start all three receivers. Uh, and then from Michael, the weekly question, Casey, mm-hmm. this is what we get every week. Big Ben okay. or Lamar Jackson? So we'll let you answer first. The Steelers are Sunday night against the Buffalo Bills. And the Ravens are Monday night against the second-place team in the division, Cleveland Browns, weird to yeah. say, in week 14. So who It's do you 2020. Think? Nothing's weird to say anymore. Very weird. <laughs> you know, Lamar just hasn't looked – lamar-esque in a while and we know that i mean there's been all kinds of stuff this year that's just not been good for him um and and big ben i mean he's looking like you know 
old Big Ben, but that's who he is, you know. Um, the schedule, like you guys were talking about earlier, is super, super easy. Um, or it's been super, super easy. And he, you know, yeah, cupcake, right? So um, I think he's got that mojo going. He's got that groove. And um, even though his pass catchers can't catch a football, I think <laughs> something's going to happen. <laughs> Ryan? Uh, I know I'm way down on Ben in my rankings this week, but I like I said, I don't care Lamar for, for me. Either. Lamar for me. Yeah, I'm a, I'm on the Lamar train. He's one of yeah. my plays this week that's coming out tomorrow morning. I, the Cleveland Browns, their pass defense is terrible. They're the fourth most passing touchdowns allowed. Lamar Jackson had two touchdown passes last week on only 105 yards. Yep. And I say last have, week when it was two days yesterday. Did he only have 12 yeah, completions? Or 12 yeah, attempts? And that, but that's Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Like when, yeah. you're, when he's throwing the football, it's all about efficiency. Because yep. he's going to gain so much on the ground, and Cleveland needs to focus on stopping the running game. They had 294 rushing yards last night on Tuesday night. Yep. 294. If Cleveland is going to game plan to stop this offense, they need to game plan to stop the running game. Plain and My, simple. My mm-hmm. biggest worry, though, is the the lack of attempts. I, obviously, Cleveland has no secondary, but with both teams wanting to run the ball that much, this is going to be a blink and it's over type game where it's going to move so quickly. It, I, I'm worried about scores happening on either side. I I, I mean, I think it's, it's going to be a low scoring game. I, I fully agree, 100. percent If Cleveland's smart, they'll come out running play action. I would say 30% of their play calls. I, if that, that would be the smart thing for them to do. Baltimore should do that, but they don't have <laughs> receivers to throw to. So that's a big Hey, issue. Miles Boykin finally caught a pass for the first time since week nine last season. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Miles Boykin and James Prochet have the same amount of catches since week nine. So we're going to do a victory lap for James Prochet in that instance. Um, all right. Clamped EZ, David Montgomery or Zeke rest of season. For me... I mean, I don't like ever saying rest of season, but for me, looking at who Chicago plays, wow, are those defenses terrible. David Montgomery. You got to go Montgomery. Monty. Yeah, I'd go Montgomery too. Especially with how he's just been. Zeke has been so up and down. It's been so hard with the whole quarterback, 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 new quarterback, new quarterback. It's, it's, It's been all over the place with Zeke, so it's kind of a trust thing. And like like this week, they both have great matchups. Cincinnati, Houston, both yep. very bad run defenses. Mm-hmm. You go to week fifteen. The Bears play in Minnesota. Zeke ran for a hundred on Minnesota, and the Cowboys play the Forty ers Not bad matchup, but not a not great right. matchup. That's a middle mm-hmm. of the road. So I think I give the edge there to David Montgomery. And then in week sixteen, Cowboys against the Eagles at home, and then the Bears play in Jacksonville. I mean. Uh, Zeke doesn't have terrible matchups. Montgomery has much more favorable matchups. So in that instance, mm-hmm. you you might be playing Montgomery and Zeke at the same time, honestly, unless you have a much better option. But, yeah, I, it's David Montgomery if you're just picking one of those. And I know everyone in the room agrees. All right, from Jenna, our resident ER nurse, thanks, as always, for joining Jenna. Needs a yes. waiver wire running back this week. Pick one. Devin Singletary, Devontae Booker, Gio Bernard, or Peyton Barber. She says she does have Ezekiel Elliott. I don't hate Geo this week. But yeah, my first instinct was Geo. Yeah, against Dallas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's probably <laughs> anytime you have a running back going up against Dallas, uh, that's somebody. Even if they're the second or third guy on the roster, it's it seems like 
yeah, we know. <laughs> and hopefully the loss of that tackle is going to open up the quick passing game. You could see Gio more used Some in the passing offs, game yeah. than he has been the mm-hmm. last couple of weeks. So. Yeah, and uh, there's no Dallas linebacker that can cover running backs out of the backfield. So Jalen yeah. Smith is fast, but he doesn't understand what tackling is. So Giovanni <laughs> the edge in that instance. <laughs> It's just not fair. It's just not fair. Uh, he got paid. He don't need to tackle no more. Yeah, he doesn't need to tackle anybody. He got his contract. Man, I wish I worked for the Dallas Cowboys, man. I wouldn't have to do anything, and they'd pay me. You, right? have to do it, you have to do it for one Ooh, season. And one season. Done. I could. I, I could get. I, I'm getting in football shape as we speak. There we go. I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, Sean says, does he roll with Big Ben this week or grab one of these guys off of waivers? Those guys are Mitchell Trubisky, Matthew Stafford. Kirk Cousins, Tua Tagovailoa, Jalen Hurts. I'm going to give you an immediate X on Jalen Hurts. Daniel Jones, Cam Newton. I'm going to give you a big no on Cam Newton as well. I don't care what he did last week. Teddy Bridgewater, Baker Mayfield. So does he roll with Big Ben or does he pick up one of these guys? I don't even like Big Ben, but there's no reason to play those types of games. I I would play Big Ben this week. Casey? I'd go with Ben too. I mean, you've rolled with them. And uh, I'm a big fan of rolling with who got you where you are. So there you go. Josh? I'm on board with Cousins. Four of his last five games, he has three touchdown passes. You can throw on Tampa. I I would go Cousins, and I hate myself, but Mitchell (laughs) Trubisky. I hate myself for saying it. He's got a good matchup this week. It's a good matchup. Look, I mean – it was a good matchup last week, and all he did was hand the football. Though, so. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't expect a world-beating performance out of Mitchell Trubisky. Mm-hmm. But Kirk, I, if you want to go upside, Kirk Cousins has way more upside. Yeah, Cousins was a guy that I was on the fence about whether, you know, and I was like, well, they're so, to me, they're so close. I would just, you know, roll the dice with Ben. But Cousins. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think not, this week, yeah, I think yeah. this week could be like a two, maybe even three interception week for Cousins. <laughs> But I also think it's going to be a three-touchdown week. Yeah, it's definitely going to be one of those. Well, I have not scrolled down in the comments. We have a lot more to get through. All right, here we go. It's the fantasy playoffs, man. Here we go, baby. They're jonesing. They're jonesing for it. Yeah, who gives two shits about our upsides and downsides? We just want want to answer your questions. Real quick, I I want to call out Steely real quick uh, because Steely commented on the Saturday show about Antonio Gibson. I was ready to water bet. He never got back to me. (laughs) This is true. You you would have hard lost that one. And I think he's a Steelers fan too. And he thinks Joe's a hater. So (laughs) this is Steely. I'm a Patriots fan. So I have to hate the Steelers, but okay. If I, if I'm being in a absolutely real about the Steelers and not really inflating what I'm saying, they're a good football team that will not beat the top dogs in the AFC. It's that simple. They're not good enough to beat the Chiefs. I think in a head-to-head matchup in the playoffs, if Lamar's rolling, they're not good enough to beat the Ravens. But then again, Lamar sucks in the playoffs. I I truly think they would struggle against the New England Patriots. I'm not saying the Patriots would win by any stretch of the imagination because they're bad on offense. Ben would struggle against that team. The ben Patriots, right now is just struggling without a running game. And that's and the thing is. they don't have it right now. And that's the thing. They don't have a run game. If they find a run game, that offense is a whole different story. Their defense, we know what they are. TJ Watt is going to bail out the secondary. Cam Hayward is a dog in the middle. They're missing Bud Dupree, which is a huge loss in the pass rush. And, and Devin Bush, too. And Devin, Devin Bush flies all over the field, so that is a big loss. 
Minka Fitzpatrick, baller at the safety position. Joe Hayden, hot and cold. But outside of that, it's like TJ Watt has to bail out the secondary half the time. I- I'm sorry. Like, Alex Smith looked good against that defense. Well, I, was saying, I think this Buffalo game is going to be very telling. I know you, you've you been calling him a fraud, and obviously you're being a touch facetious, but this Buffalo game. It's Joe. He's not being any level of facetious, <laughs> Ryan. Okay. Am I, am I pushing it a little further? Wow. Yes. But in reality, in reality, people have Pittsburgh pegged as the best team in the AFC. I'm like, no. No. That, I don't know what, what type of football you're watching, but no. Also, let's stop patting Mike Tomlin's ass and calling him a top five coach in the NFL. Like, really? His one Super Bowl, he basically inherited Bill Cowher's team. Pump the brakes. Also, Santonio Holmes didn't catch that football. He only had one foot down. Um, he go b- watch it. He had one. He had one foot down. Watch Yo, it. I watched that Super Bowl with adult eyes, not you. Okay. I was, I was gonna say, do you realize how many replays they show? We've all watched it multiple times. What? Watch it. Santonio Holmes' right foot is on top of his left foot, meaning he only has one foot down in the end zone. Watch it back. It is true. Larry Fitzgerald deserves his ring. I'll just Next say, he question. Caught, he caught it not, the same way that Dez caught it, right? Not, not a Steelers. Dez actually fan. did catch it. So. It's not a Steelers <laughs> fan. Not a Steelers hater. But I am an Ohio State fan. Santonio Holmes caught that ball. Santonio Holmes didn't catch that football. <laughs> Sorry. All right, from Iso Uzi. Okay, I want to fly through these here because we have yep. a lot to get to. I love, I love all the questions. Let's do it. Who do you guys like for an RB two this week? Kenyon Drake or Kareem Hunt? The Cardinals are in New York against the Football Giants. Kareem Hunt is home against the Baltimore Ravens on Monday Night Football. He says he can flex Hunt, but thinking of starting his three wide receivers this week, which are Julio Jones, Deontay Johnson, and Mike Evans. He also has Kenny Galladay, but not sure if it's worthy of a start in his first game back. Mm. Uh, Out of those three receivers, I saw everyone already aggressively nod, don't start Kenny Galladay. So who do you guys like, Kenyon Drake or Kareem Hunt? I will start in the bottom left again. Miss Casey Kasem, who do you like? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Hey, at least she's honest. (laughs) I don't know who I like. Um, Let me think. I I probably would lean Hunt, but um, yeah, I think that's the direction I'm going. Hunt has been so disappointing lately. He has, but... You're going to tell me Kenyon Drake is... But he's getting the volume and he's producing at the very least. And right now, Kareem Hunt's not producing. True. I would lean lean Drake right now. Also, monitor this. Okay. We'll see. Hold on. Monitor (laughs) this. Blake Martinez may be out for the New York Giants. Yeah, I mean, if he's out, I mean, don't get me wrong. The defensive tackle, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, they've been Mm. falling lately, which I hate to admit because I've I've been a staunch Leonard Williams hater for the last year and a half. But looks good. He's earned it because he's played like dog shit up until this year and his contract's up. So um he'll he'll do just what sheldon richardson and muhammad wilkerson did ball out get his contract and then suck again so you know you know it's funny both of them they all played for the jets uh ryan hunter drake i'd go drake i think they're gonna eat eat new york alive (laughs) i would go drake i I would go monitor this if if blake martinez doesn't play start Kenyon drake if he does play kareem hunt there's your caveat I, mm. I'm the biggest Blake Martinez believer and fan in the entire universe. So, and a lot of people wrote him off. I'll, I don't understand. Yeah. The guy was second in the league in tackles last year, and everyone's like, oh, he can't tackle. 
are you morons? Come on. God, watch football. <laughs> oh, all right. I call everyone a moron. That's my new favorite word. I don't know. I like it. I like it. Not even average from YouTube. PPR pick two of the seven. He just doesn't know. I love it. Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift, Brandon Cooks, Kiki Cutie, Michael Pittman, Jarvis Landry, Chase Claypool says he's leaning towards DeAndre Swift and Jarvis Landry. Ryan, I saw you saying no to that. Follow it up. Is Swift even back at practice yet? I don't know how long this concussion. I think he was a limited participant in today on Wednesday. But he's still not out of concussion protocol last I saw, right? No, he's not. Right, that I'm not I think they're letting him virtually practice, but I don't think he's doing much. Unless you get a clear bill of health. I, go back and read some of the quotes about what's going on with DeAndre Swift. I understand that's a cupcake matchup. They are not going to sacrifice him to go win games that don't matter. So nope. unless he gets the clearest bill of health, you cannot even consider him this week. I actually like Cam Akers. Um, I'd probably go Cam Akers and Claypool. Casey? Yeah, that's who I'd go with as well. Yeah, I like Akers. They cleared him from the shoulder injury that he's been yeah. dealing with. Um, who's Indy got this week? Indy has Vegas. I Vegas. <laughs> I think you got to go Pittman I'm, I'm there, Pittman man. Pittman and like, Akers. Yeah, I, I think you got to go Pittman. I, I don't mind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Based on uh, kind of how you know he was worked into the offense, Chicago obviously is a little bit tougher. I think they're going to box out Brandon Cooks, um, so, which will open up some space for him against Jalen Johnson and and uh, Buster Screen in the slot, which QT runs a lot out of the slot. So yeah, uh, Buster Screen is god awful. Um, so is Jalen Johnson if he ever slides outside. <laughs> Jalen hasn't been as bad as people think this year. I mean, He's just from bad. a from a numbers perspective. Well, yeah, saying, sure. From a football perspective, perspective the Bears have been fair. killing fantasy wide receivers. True. Yeah, I mean, Claypool is just too unpredictable for me. I mean, 40%. we think he's going to get a touchdown, then James Washington gets it, and then we think everybody else is going to get a touchdown, then Claypool finally comes yeah. in and finds. I'm not as <laughs> big. I'm not as big on Landry this week. He's actually done really well against Baltimore in his career, extremely well. Um, mm -hmm. but again, I don't. They get Judon back. They're going to have their pass rush back that's a big question mark for me and just how that passing offense works week to week in and week out. Yeah. They're a running base team. I'm never going to trust any of their wide sure. receivers, especially when they have good matchups like Pittman has like QT has in the slot. I, I would go Pittman and acres personally. Just, just for the record, you have a lot of great options. Yeah. I was about to say, uh, yeah. I can see why this was uh, an yeah. issue for you. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. So yeah, I definitely I'm, cannot trust Swift right now. I'm going to say, yeah. Pittman and QT because I've cooks as my downside just because he's going to go against Kyle Fuller. My caveat with Cam Akers. Yes, it's a home game, but they're the team that actually had to travel. Yeah. The Patriots played the Chargers, <laughs> so they actually didn't have to travel cross country on a short week. The Rams had a road game. Yes, it was in Arizona, so it's not that far, but still travel. They had to travel. And keep in mind, there is a time zone difference right now in Arizona. They're actually on mountain time, not on Pacific time. So there is an hour difference. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, so the Rams technically had to travel for their home game, and the Patriots didn't have to travel for their away game. Something to keep in mind. Just throwing it out there. It's a short. <laughs> it wouldn't matter if this game was on Sunday, but it matters because it's a Thursday night game. I'm going to go Pittman and QT. All right. 
Again, Josh, quickly. I don't I don't need the memorandum of everything that you've ever thought in existence. He's always telling us to go quick, and he is the one who piles on at the end of the question for us. Yeah, because right? I'm allowed to do that. I run the show, Ryan. I make the rules. I make the rules when they fit me and when they don't fit me. You should know quickly, this by now. Let's go. Quick. Shit. <laughs> right? See? <laughs> All of you. Shut up. Ugh. Need two in a standard. Zeke, JT, Rojo, Gaskin, Mostert, Damian, Harris. Zeke and JT. Zeke and JT. Casey. I was for sure Zeke. Um, well, I'm not starting this guy in one of my leagues. I'm not starting this guy. So, yeah, it's probably Zeke and JT. Okay, Zeke and JT. Ryan. Zeke and JT. Yes. Zeke, and, Zeke and JT as well, but Rojo has a good matchup against yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. Um, Michael, on the golf question, he can pick up Jalen Hurts, Tua, David, uh, Derek Carr, uh, Matt Stafford, Sam Darnold, Danny Dimes, or Alex Smith. Do we like any of those, Josh? <laughs> I don't hate Stafford in a divisional matchup. I mean, it's not the best matchup, but I don't hate him this week. I thought he would struggle against Chicago, and he was, like, I think top five in scoring this week. So He dropped a lot of points. Yeah. Casey? Um, okay, Stafford would be my, my safe pick, I guess, because you at least – yeah, and then, <laughs> I kind of like Darnold, too, though. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Either one of those, I think I'd probably go over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just think Darnold's going to turn the ball over too much. Mm -hmm. I mean, he had, I think, three turnovers last week. But it's okay if Two he has three touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> no, just kidding. True. I was just kidding. And, and you know Jamal Adams is going to want to destroy the Jets because, let's face it. That's oh, my yeah, concern. that is, yeah. Yeah. That's my biggest worry. Unless he magically yeah. comes down with COVID the same day and they come get him off the field. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the NFL did that. It's so dirty. It's so, uh, dirty. so terrible. Uh, Ryan? Uh, I'd go Stafford. I, I would go Stafford as well, but I also like Sam Darnold this week, so I'm, I'm on Casey's train as well. From Connor Nero underscore 15, one for the flex, Debo, Raheem Mostert, Juju, or J.K. Dobbins in a full PPR, Ryan. Yikes. Uh, Dobbins. <laughs> yeah, I would go Dobbins. He's been the most electric back the, the Ravens have. I don't care if he's only seeing 37% of the snaps. Casey? Dobbins. Dobbins. Yeah, I would probably go Dobbins. Debo would be second in line for me, mm -hmm. but I would go Dobbins. From my brother, Corey Davis, Deontay Johnson, Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, and Debo Samuel, pick three. Well, gee, you're a Patriots fan, so you know that the Patriots like shutting down the number one option in the offense, which is Cooper Cup, so not Cooper Cup. Um, Corey Davis, Deontay Johnson, Tyler Lockett, Debo Samuel, Josh. I mean, always Deontay for me, but yeah, picking three, I do like Davis a lot this week. I like Deontay. It's, it's close, but I think I'd go lock it over cup. Ryan, same exact answer. Mm -hmm. Casey, mm -hmm. that's what exactly what I was thinking. Uh, ditto. Lock has been so disappointing though. It's, uh, it's hard like, to trust, which means he's due, right? He's yeah, he's due. due. That's what I'm yeah. He's disappointing he's guys, due. right? I've been he's saying this due. about Lockett all season: is this is what they do, <laughs> and if you bench him after the bad games, you're going to miss the good games, and this is the good game. <laughs> so. Also, DK Metcalf's going to destroy that secondary. So, yeah. you know, regardless of if the Seahawks win or not, which they will, but regardless of how they play, Metcalf is still going to get his. And I think Lockett does as well. I, I love the foreshadowing there, Joe, with your blurred lines pick. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I went deep for my reasoning because I don't like betting on the Jets. Dude, you pulled out analytics was is the absolute antithesis of what the whole blurred lines pick is. No, blurred lines is picking against the analytics. That's my point, and you're using analytics to justify your pick. He's using analytics against analytics. I am. No, I am 100% doing that. Josh, the my my rule is pick a team that is less than 50% favored to cover the spread. Also, the analytics that I'm using aren't made up bullshit that Pro Football Focus came up yeah, with. He uh, made them up. No, I didn't make them up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to it. From Nathan. Should he start Noah Fan or Evan Ingram? The Broncos play the Panthers in Carolina, and the Giants play home against the Cardinals. Josh. I think I would lean Fant, but I really don't love either of them this week. Casey? I'd go Fant. Ryan. I am super high on Fant, super low on Ingram, so Fant. Okay. I, and he I, does rankings and projections, guys. Take, you know, <laughs> oh, Ryan's yeah. I'm there. just – Whatever those are. We're just long for the rank. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put this out there. Yes, Buda Baker's going to be on Evan Ingram, so I don't like that matchup at all. Don't bat an eye at Jeremy Chin. Jeremy He's Chin really is good. a – a very good rookie season. Really With that being good. said, Noah Fant, because Buda Baker's the GOAT. Um Ingram projected outside of my top twenty. That's how bad it is. Fant's yeah, in my top I would I would so, go yeah. I would go Noah Fant. I, I will say if Daniel Jones does play, I do like Ingram's chances a little better versus I'll Colt give you McCoy. that. Yeah, and that's part that's of my true. downside on Ingram so, starts and yeah. ends with a guy named Colt McCoy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Drew Locke loves tight ends, so Noah Fant. Because Chin's going to need to help on Judy, Hamler, and Patrick as well. That he's not yeah. just going to be able to focus on Fant. <laughs> yeah. Nate Dog, Robert Woods, or Terry McLaurin? Wow, this pulls at Ryan's heartstrings. Don't, don't <laughs> ever sit Terry McLaurin. Don't ever sit Terry McLaurin. We know it was a bad week. We yeah, I know. feel like that, like this is a very reactionary decision. Yeah, no. But at the don't same token, it. it's like, how are you going to sit Bobby? That's Tree? what I'm saying. Like, how do you sit Bobby? Tree? Yeah. How do you sit both of them? Like, come on, man. <laughs> Without Antonio Gibson this week, I even against the Patriots, it's Thursday night. Crazy shit happens on Thursday. I would still go Robert Woods. Because it's McVeigh's gonna move him around so much that they're going to get him off of Stephon Gilmore at some point. He's not gonna see Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, Gilmore's gonna see Cup. Cup's in the slot. They're they're gonna move Gilmore Gil- into the slot. Yes. All right. Yes, I watch every Patriots game. Okay. Gilmore <laughs> Gilmore moved into the slot against DeAndre Hopkins. He moved into the slot when Keenan Allen was in the slot. What I mean, but Cup's not on those guys' level. Yeah, but they know that Cup is the guy that Goff wants to target. But when you're Woods, dealing with two upper echelon receivers that Cup and Woods are, correct. especially heavily targeted in this offense, correct? You you have a good secondary. Why do you need to shadow with Gilmore? I mean, <laughs> this I'm, is I'm actually legitimately a, this asking is, this question. This is I'm a, legitimately. This isn't like no, an this argument. Is a valid like, debate. No, this is a valid. I'm debate. legitimately asking. Like you have two other good corners, like. Jonathan Jones, I believe his name is, and then J.C. Jackson. Like, they're solid corners. Jackson is has, what, like six interceptions this year? He's very hit or miss. He can bite. Yes, I get it. But you don't need to move Gilmore with either of those two guys. J.C. Jackson is going to shadow Robert Woods because Stephon Gilmore is going to shadow Cooper Cup. J.C. Jackson is much faster than Robert Woods, and Woods is the big play guy. 
Cup is the target guy. Gilmore is going to cover that target beast. Where And also, I think Cup is the better route runner. And Woods is the big play guy who is faster than Cooper Cup. So J.C. Jackson, who has like a 4-3-40, is going to cover Robert Woods. And J.C. Jackson's known for giving up a big play here and there. I'm just Don't gonna sit Terry McLaurin. Woods, if you're floor, if you're favored to win, McLaurin, if you need ceiling. Sure, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, I'll go Woods on that. And, I, and I'd like to see what happens because I'd like to see which one of you is is right. <laughs> it's just fun to see people pit, pit I, it against each other. <laughs> okay, this, this, this is me from just watching every game. Sorry, taking... you had to do that. I'm sorry you had to do that. I, I know. <laughs> Casey, if you've listened to the show. He is the biggest Cam Newton hater. And the moment that Cam Newton signed with the Patriots, oh, oh my God. The text messages, let me tell oh, you. God. I, all right, you I, won't be there next year. You'll be all right. Oh God. I took the bait after week two. I was mm, like, Cam's the too. only reason we stayed in that game. I took the bait. And wow, he sucks. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it's painful watching the offense, but, um, again, this is an educated guess based off of what I've seen and how Belichick runs his defense. Gilmore should cover Cooper cup. That's what I've seen. Gilmore should cover Cooper cup, leaving JC Jackson on Robert Woods. If Jonathan Jones sees Robert Woods, Robert Woods is having 200 yards and five parties in the end zone because Jonathan (laughs) Jones can't cover. Gilmore but. should cover Cooper Cup. I don't think I can say that. <laughs> she's five got out and everything. She's writing like, it down. <laughs> okay. So I that that's again that's my educated so guess. I can that's keep my eyes on it. Exactly. That's <laughs> that's that's what I that's what I think about that. And Lee says he has to side with the guy in the pasture <laughs> here about New England defense. Well, and that's yeah. why I'm asking. I mean, also, you obviously watch this team more than I do. So yeah. also petition yeah. for them to go back to Pat the Patriot petition this is the best logo they've ever had in their entire franchise history last question here we've gone through 40 minutes of questions which i both love no there's two questions there is there two questions what's there's it, four there's questions your brother there. and then one more from sean there are 23 questions oh sorry there. sorry correct so many questions Casey. so <laughs> many questions for my brother most of the dobbins I think we're all the Dobbins train. Dobbins. Yeah, Dobbins. yeah, I don't trust Mustard this week. Or really, the his usage the last couple of weeks he's been back has been baffling, honestly. Yeah. There you go, G, the Dobbins train here. And then from Sean, this week excluded, going to pick up the Washington football team. Dolphins, D, or Browns, D, rest of season. I Dolphins. Think. Dolphins. No, the Browns no? have New Listen York, to New York to end the season. <laughs> oh, New York, New York. New York. <laughs> What both, a good song. Both who who did the Dolphins have the last couple of weeks? Las Vegas and New England. How's that any worse? The, I mean, let's the, be real here. Cam Newton the, can't throw anything. Hold on. Elite New England Patriots offense. Elite. Elite, Elite New England Patriots. We were just talking about them. How good, how good Cam Newton They've is. allowed the fewest passing touchdowns this year. Oh, Dolphins are absolutely fantastic. Browns are going to murder those two quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. They're going to destroy them. You make your points on fantasy defense on sacks and turnovers. This is true. That's That's what you're going to get. Yep. There you go. All right. Now, to fly through the upside downsides and not explain (laughs) them at all unless there is a giant outlier because we are up against the clock here, but I love it. All right. Upsides because we've actually talked about some of these guys already, so that has kind of come up. So, Casey, your upside, you have Sam Darnold against the Seattle uh, Seahawks. 
J.D. McKissick against the San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers, 49ers, correct? Yes. Robbie Anderson, home against the Broncos. I do like that pick, actually. Love that you say pick. because D.J. Moore is out. And Dalton Schultz. Love that. Pick. Really the most improved player on the Dallas Cowboys offense. <laughs> um, going home, uh, or he's going to play in Cincinnati. Ryan, you were one and three last week with your upside. You have Philip Rivers as your stream of the week. Cam Akers home against the, excuse me, home against the Patriots. DJ Chark home against the Tennessee Titans and Jordan Reed home against the Washington Football Team. Josh, you put up a 500 record last week. Ryan Tannehill in Jacksonville. Old stud Adrian Peterson home against the Green Bay Packers. Love that pick. Bro. That's a good. One. Love it. Yeah. Mm, yep. Love it. I mean, obviously, this is contingent on DeAndre Swift not playing, but I say even if he does, I play, still Peterson love it. I think it's a good one. Yep. Adrian Peterson tears up the NFC North. Doesn't matter how old he yep. is. Jamison Crowder. What a terrible run defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a swan song, right? <laughs> That's awesome. Jamison Crowder in Seattle. Yeah. And Jordan Aikens in Chicago. Myself, I was one and three last week. I agree with Casey on her Sam Darnold pick, and I say, oh, it hurts in my notes. <laughs> uh, Ezekiel Elliott in Cincinnati. Denzel Mims in Seattle. Josh brought up to me when I put this on the show doc, uh, he mispracticed due to personal reasons, correct? Um, so keep an eye on if he actually plays. But this is me assuming Shaq Griffin's getting Brashad Perryman just because he's the vet. That means Denzel Mims gets Trey Flowers, who doesn't understand what defense is. <laughs> and my tight end is Hunter Henry against the Atlanta Falcons, hoping for a bounce-back week. Oh, yeah. Downside. Mm -hmm. Casey, you have Kyler <laughs> Murray against the Giants, who has not looked good the last couple of weeks. So that makes yeah. sense. I had him as a down. I had him as a fade last week, and he finished his QB 15. I was so mad that I got the L on that one, but I was like, God damn it. I need new standards. Yeah. <laughs> That's a toughie. Man. Casey, you have Yo. Raheem Mostert as a running back. Downside. You're pairing Kyler Murray with Mr. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, sense. I am. Saying that James Bradbury is going to give him trouble. And then you also have Rob Gronkowski. Just says he needs to score more to be, or he needs to score to be relevant, meaning that he needs to get in the end zone. I so. had just made a bunch of DFS lineups and had Grock in like two, and I'm like, oh, I trust Casey. I might have to go change those. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, you know, tight ends. <laughs> Honestly, with tight end, I don't think they're. I think the downside and the upside are basically yeah, like, it's very so close. true. So, yeah, if you don't have Kelsey or Waller or even Hawkinson at this point, it's just yeah. like flip a coin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we streaming we've, tight ends. We we've said on this show it's Kelsey Kittle Waller is yeah. your top three, Hawkinson and Fant are nearing the top like the next territory, and then it's the field. So and then Mark flip Andrews a coin. is above all of them because then you're just gonna neglect his name. <laughs> yeah, how's Mark Andrews on this year? Great when he I mean, he's still top five tight end. Yeah, Josh, I mean, it's, it's, so hard be, it's so but... hard to be a top five tight end. Pharaoh Cooper was a top five tight end one week with end, seven points. Tight end one, two weeks. Pharaoh Brown, I think. Pharaoh Cooper is a wide receiver. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes, Pharaoh Brown. I was Brown. like, oh, no, man. He switched positions. That's an ESPN controversy. That, oh, yeah, exactly. Didn't someone say Jalen Hurts was tight end eligible this week? on? Uh, oh, on God. God. Someone said that. Yeah, someone tweeted that. That was, that was funny. That was funny. Oh, Speaking of Mr. Jalen Hurts, Great Ryan. Story. 
<laughs> you were one and three last week. Not a good week, Ryan. <laughs> Not a good no. week. And people people may think this is a is a cop out here, but everyone's hyping up Jalen Hurts. But Ryan says no, no, no. Stupid people, don't yes. put Jalen Hurts in your Please lineup. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Do not do it. You also have Damian Harris in Los Angeles against the Rams on Thursday night. Debo Samuel at home against the Washington football team, and Evan Ingram, who we just talked about, at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Josh, you have the opposite goose egg. You went undefeated. Clean sweep! Ah, so happy. <laughs> clean sweep. Have we even had that? I don't uh, think we have. I don't I've, think we've had a I clean sweep. I can look back through the show notes. I, so I, don't think I was... Have. I was three zero and one last week. Say. We've had ties where it's been close. But yes, I think that's our first four. Yeah, we've we've had undefeateds, but one I will of them say was that when you combine the two, the best record any of us have ever had was six and two. Ryan, I think you had it once, and I had it twice, but I'm also the only one with a goose egg zero and eight. So take that for what you will. You also you also put up a goose egg three straight weeks in the upside column. So, but this week, Josh, you have Baker Mayfield at home against the Baltimore Ravens Monday night. Good pick. Miles Sanders at home against the New Orleans Saints. Nelson Aguilar at home against the Indianapolis Colts, and Logan Thomas in San Francisco after a pretty solid week last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know. I I know that that's going to be the one that backfires. I just know jo- it. Josh, you want to talk about backfiring? Listen to my list. Oh, um, I saw. <laughs> I, am, I have one I'm of those guys in my Dallas like, oh, so I, I am one, two, and one. Or I was one, two, and one last week, but it doesn't matter because I picked Justin Herbert, so I take that as a full win for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, my quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. I considered that when I was writing up my confidence play. <laughs> in Miami, Patrick Mahomes has had multiple weeks. We're, we're going to need 15. to pause for a little bit of discussion on that one. I, I really do want to hear your reasoning. I do. Okay. Yeah, just Mahal- roll through the rest of it. But yeah. Mahal- uh, Mahomes has finished outside of the top 15 multiple times this year. You already talked about it, Josh. The Chiefs allow the least uh, – I'm sorry, the Dolphins allow the least amount of passing touchdowns. Their defense isn't a joke. I still don't – Damian Howard has been awesome this year. And I, I still don't love Xavier Howard because he's he's a big play cornerback, and I hate those big play guys. I'd rather have a more – I'd rather have like a guy Like Byron gonna, Jones, who doesn't get interceptions? Yes. I'd rather have a guy like Byron – but even Byron Jones has been less than anything great this year. I'd rather have a guy that's going to shut someone down. But, I mean, that's the, that's kind of the thing. Is like Howard's sort of playing off of Jones. No, and Jones that's why is, it works perfectly. That's exactly. why it works perfectly. Yeah. That's exactly what – that's why J.C. Jackson and Stephon Gilmore have worked. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what works, but I hate having that big play guy as your one. But that's the reason the Dolphins secondary has been working. Safeties, not great. Linebackers are great, and their pass rush has looked really good this year. The Chiefs offensive line, their tackles are good. Their interior isn't great. So Emmanuel Ogba is going to have to move off the line a little bit. Van Noy should see some time outside, but the Dolphins offense isn't a joke. Gaskin looked great. The Chiefs aren't great against the run. Hell, the, yes, Denver plays in the division, so I understand division games are a little tougher. The Denver Broncos almost beat the Chiefs. Like, the Chiefs are beatable. Like, they are a beatable team. And I'm not saying that the Dolphins win. What I am saying is I don't think Mahomes has a huge week this week. Can I, can I throw out some stats real quick? Sure. Yeah, debunk right. me. So, here are the quarterbacks the Dolphins have kept out of the end zone or, or only allowed one touchdown. Cam Newton. Elite. Gardner Minshew. Elite. Joe Flacco. I I get oh, I'm elite elite all of these guys names ha- Jared Goff 
Okay, not elite. He's a dragon. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that one. Did, did you say Drew? Did you say Drew Lock? Drew Lock. He has a giant, massive penis, so it doesn't matter. Sam, Sam Darnold. Okay, bad coach. And Brandon Allen. Back up. Here's what they did against Josh Allen: forty-eight fantasy points. That against was Russell Wilson. Season, against Russell Wilson, twenty-eight fantasy points. Against Kyler Murray, just four weeks ago. 45 fucking fantasy points. You're telling me Mahomes is going to get shut down? I'm all right. How many rushing yards did Kyler Murray have, though? Kyler Murray had... Pretty sure that was the game he had over 106 and a touchdown. See, there, there's a lot of those, those points, too. Like, okay, so... Oh, yeah, so if you take those 68... Or those 16 points off, that's only 29 fantasy points. <laughs> only. <laughs> oh, such a bottom of the field. Hey, I tried to justify uh, for you. Hey, hey. <laughs> Mahomes has scored 25 points this week. He's done it before and has been outside the top 15. All I need and, is for and other keep quarterbacks in mind too, to They're fall. changing time zones coming this way. Yep. And that always plays into it. Like I And that, that was another reason why I really – I looked at Mahomes hard when I was doing my fades, and I was like, this is like an instant L for me. Like, I'm not trying to do this, but like, – I'm going to be honest. I have him as my QB 10, so I'm way yeah. lower on him than, like, the ECR. But – to, I'm definitely not banking against him. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I feel like I'm in a lose-lose situation here. But when I put Travis Kelsey on my downsides, Travis Kelsey missed. All right, he hit on my downsides. No, he right. hit by like 0. 0.2 points. <laughs> yeah. Did he hit, though? Yeah. He hit. We, I no, saw no, no, he missed no, by you point missed. two. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yes, we were talking correct. about that, yeah. You, the you whole, almost uh, called the stat line perfectly, though. Yeah, <laughs> almost. Oh, that giant <laughs> ass That giant ass play bit me in the ass. Okay, but then my next ones. <laughs> Dalvin Cook, ready for misery this week. Um, yeah, no, I'm ready to get flamed on social media with these picks. Uh, oh, I can't wait till you put out these average Joe graphics this week. Listen, listen, th- th- there's two opposite ends. It was the favorite here. part of my week last week. I'm not even going to lie. The... But I won last week, so that's why I'm taking a giant leap forward no, you here. Took, you got one win last week. Let's be real here. Yeah, and the one win was the one everyone was flaming right, for. Oh, fair Let's enough, the rest. Dalvin Cook. Yep. Um, again, this is contingent on if Tampa shows up. Um, Brandon Cooks, already talked about it. I don't like the matchup with Kyle Fuller. And Darren Waller. He can literally only go down from last week. Yeah. So I'm not wrong, but <laughs> I literally I, it's almost impossible for me to be wrong. But what a friggin' week he yeah, had. Yeah, what a week oh he had. Oh my god. I, I will say oh. I do have Waller. It's one of my fades in my confidence plays this week. It's not because I actually think he's going to be like outside the top 15, but the Colts have the type of defense where they can take away the number one option. Absolutely. This week, it just happens to be the tight end position. Yep. And yeah. who else is going to beat them? Maybe Henry Ruggs. He's not seeing very many targets. That's a problem. Nope. I mean, if the DB mm. bites on a stop and go, route, I was going to say, if it's cover zero and the DB bites, it might work out really well for him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there, there's your downsides for the week. Okay, before we wrap up with stream of the week, I'll just get kicker out of the week out of the way. Mason Crosby, he's indoors. Let's move on. Um, that's what I'm doing now. If there's yeah. a kicker indoors, pick him. That's it. Um, We'll get to Ryan's stream of the week and my blurred lines pick after we answer some of these questions that have come in from BDB, one of our uh, weekly, weekly watchers, Miles, yeah. uh, Miles Sanders. 
Miles Gaskin, Raheem Mostert, flex play in a PPR. To be fair, I don't like any of these guys this week. <laughs> if I had to pick, I'd go Gaskin. I same. Yeah. If you're gonna beat Kansas City, you're doing it on the ground, Gaskin. Correct. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of my my thought process there. And I know that of all three of those guys, he's gonna be the one that sees seventy percent of the snaps on offense. I, there's no one competing with him for snaps no, in the backfield. Not at all. Not a single person. So Miles Gaskin. Yep. Uh, do, 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 Dave from Dave. Just wanted to make sure I didn't miss any from YouTube, dudes. Up, Dave? Oh, Dave, my team name is also CDs Nuts. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, we CDs decided nuts. last night that my team name would be Large Bag of Crap on his show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny. Fantastic. I'm missing context, but I'm I'm still laughing just out of awkwardness. Basically, sure. it's a lot of what happens on our show where there were two terrible options, and it said, "Which bag of crap do you want?" And I said, "Yeah, my team would just be called Large Bag of Crap." I like it. Yep. Um, so led by Frank Gore, he made it to the playoffs. Frank Gore and his point two points because of injuries. His usual question: Frank Gore, Todd Gurley, Devontae Booker. Or David Johnson, he needs two. Also, Gronk or Logan Thomas, who yeah. we both have as downsides. Dave at Fantasy Go is running a retirement community at his running back position. <laughs> yeah. so... When he says he needs two, does he mean he needs two points? Because uh, <laughs> that's a lot of <laughs> I mean. Love it, Casey. Oh, love it. So, Booker is once again. Sorry, guys. That was Sorry. great. That was amazing. Uh, I love you. No. Dave's, a, Dave's a good sport. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I... Oh, Frank Gore and David you Johnson. Play. You can't play Frank Gore this week. Yeah. You're going to play Todd concussion. Gurley over him? Gore has a concussion, may not even play. So this question may get answered for him. I mean, so. David Johnson for me is the gimme just based on volume. Yes. I don't love yeah. David Johnson this week, but again, He's volume a, yeah. will always win out for me. Um, Booker. I'm struggling with who do the Raiders have? I know we've been talking about it. Indy. All. It's Indy, a okay. terrible matchup. Yeah, no, you're not playing. I, I think I would just early. chase potential with Logan Thomas. He said he's aiming for 1.5 points. So. Yeah, there we go. All you need is David Johnson to get that's, a catch. So that's, that's seven times what you got out of Frank Gore this week. Seven and a half. Wow, poor yeah. Frank. Frank's not even here to defend himself. Gosh. I know, right? If Frank Gore, that, that, with... I'm telling you what, that would be a dream to interview Frank Gore. Man. I, I follow that guy's career no for so many years. Joke. Holy, I'll shit. see if his DMs are open. I'll see what I can do. Slide into Frank uh, Gore's I, DMs. That would be incredible. Oh up, wow, Frank? I love Frank Gore. Um, I, I can't stand Todd Gurley. I also love Indy's defense and think mm -hmm. Devontae Booker doesn't deserve the snaps he deserves in that offense. But, yeah. but you know what, though? He operates so much better when Josh Jacobs plays. A hundred percent. And that was like my whole thing with the upside last week. Like when I made that pick, it was based on Josh Jacobs playing. Yeah. When the moment they announced him out, I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to bomb. Like, so, that's so exactly what he did. So, Josh, here's the thing. Devontae Booker operates well with Josh Jacobs in the lineup. Todd Gurley doesn't operate. So, I mean, he does still score touchdowns, even if he's only averaging 2.6 yards a carry. Like, yeah, he can fall forward. Yeah. We know that. He tried to not fall forward and he fall forward. <laughs> Better than Sony Michelle. Right. Uh, Dave, flip a coin. It, here's the thing. If Gurley plays, and it, I think at this point, it's a big if. They're not committed to him next year. He's dealing with the injuries. Who's Atlanta got this week? They've got 
the Chargers, the Chargers. They've, been, they've been hit or miss against the run. I think if he plays stardom, of everybody but it's a four o'clock game, early, too. I'd say I think that's the biggest issue is the four o'clock game. But of everyone on the list, I think he has the best chance at a touchdown. Yeah, it's bad to say Todd Gurley has probably the most upside <laughs> out of well, and that's that's why I say like your one absolutely is David Johnson. Yep, just and play. I don't think and I think we can all agree on that one, even if yeah. we don't love the pick this week, but. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if you're going to throw the tight ends into the mix, I don't hate Logan Thomas this week against. I don't either. Um, I mean, granted, he was one of my downsides. But again, if you're looking I for like so- a safe floor, I think he's – because with that, without Antonio Gibson, they're going to throw the ball to him. I just don't know how many they're going to complete to him is the question. Mm-hmm. Yep, 100%. All right, that is all the questions. So we're going to do the same thing we did last week. Uh, Ryan's quarterback stream of the week is Phillip Rivers, and we're not going to talk about it because it Sounds worked good. last week, so we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> Tyler Eifert, your tight end. Yeah, um, basically, I'm kind of in the same situation I was in last week. I think Jordan Reed should probably be the stream of the week because it's a revenge game. But he was stream of the week last week, and that's not fun. So we're going to go with Tyler Eifert. He's available everywhere, 90% of leagues, um, regardless of what platform you play on. He's a big gamble, but I think it's going to pay off mostly because Tennessee's defense is terrible. Uh, they give up the ninth most points to fantasy tight ends. They've allowed nine touchdowns to the position, which is tied for the second most in the NFL. If you get a touchdown from a streaming tight end, that's exactly what you're aiming for. If you add the six balls for 45 yards he caught last week to that tight end, you're going to have a top five play and you're going to be ecstatic. Can I just say that the one week that I was like begrudgingly picking Tyler Eifert as an upside, it hit. I'm telling you, Mike Glennon throwing the tight ends, it works, damn it. (laughs) I just like the fact that we're talking about Tyler Eifert in 2020. (laughs) Well, yeah, if you look at my top two two picks are Tyler Eifert and Jordan Reed. Is that not perfect? Flashback to a better time. Oh, my God, that garbage time touchdown bailed me out. Thank you, Ryan. Yes, yes. Uh, I just quickly on Tennessee's defense, I want to go back to the days when everyone said Kevin Byard was a top five safety. Um, he doesn't have an interception this year. So, yeah. He's been just below average this year. For all yep. those people that thought Kevin Byard was good. Okay. And your defense. So I'm actually going to go against uh, Jordan Reed here and go with the Washington football team against San Fran. Um, Washington held it down against Pittsburgh. It did not lead to many fantasy points, but they held that offense to just 17 points scored. I think they're going to find San Francisco to be a little bit easier of a challenge. Uh, The Niners give up the 10th most fantasy points to defense and special teams, and they're coming off of a two turnover game against Buffalo on the season. They typically allow two sacks and one turnover, and that happens to be what Washington typically takes away. If you can get three sacks out of this game, which San Fran has given up six times this year, they're going to hit for you where you want, and they're available in 75% of leagues on Yahoo, but only 50% on ESPN. ESPN wised up on them a little bit. All right. Now to wrap it up. Blurred lines. Oh, I saw this pick and I was like, what? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't. I. Oh, God. It hurts me in my jollies to pick the Jets. I was like, Joe had to throw up after he made this pick. I can see it already. (laughs) So uh, hold on. I want to I want to give a big middle finger to the Cardinals of our six losses this year. Two have been at the hands of the Cardinals. So they are now on the 
I'm betting never, on them. He's they're, the yeah, they're now on the never bet on the Cardinals. Well, there we go, because Jared Goff is not allowed on my stream of the week list anymore. So I love it. <laughs> the Cardinals officially have hit the shit list. So done betting on the Cardinals. Uh, I feel but, like I need this list in front of my computer just so I can make <laughs> notes. <laughs> Go. We've gone from Cam yeah. Newton to the Arizona Cardinals to Jared Goff. <laughs> so we, we haven't we haven't gone from them. They're all on yeah, there as a combined there. group. Don't forget Blake Bortles. Um, I don't care if he's not. Oh, in the he's a national treasure. Come on, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Bortles. Do you remember when? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love the good place, and I will never not like Blake Bortles as a yeah. result. So. But do you? Bulls. For a moment, we <laughs> thought he was going to start for the Broncos this I year. Know. Oh, I know. One game that he could have started. <laughs> yep, oh, I was so excited. Could so Could you imagine being Blake Bortles? Wow. No. <laughs> uh, love it okay anyways anyways the deadpan response i love it so again this hurts me inside but the new york jets plus 13 and a half in seattle and i put in here it hurts but here's my reasoning let's get the bad stuff out of the way first the Jets are 4-8 and eight against the spread this season. That is not good. Uh, the Jets are winless and haven't won since December 29th of last year. Adam Gay sucks. They're essentially an afterthought of a franchise. Now, the okay. good stuff. Were they ever a forethought of a franchise? No, never. Okay, um, so how are they an afterthought if they've never been a forethought? Well, Joe Montana did win Super Bowl three, so. And even better, it was Joe, Joe Namath. Joe Namath, thank you. <laughs> now to the good stuff. Um, so despite being 4-8 and eight on the season, they're 3-1 and one in their last four games against the spread. So, improvement. The one loss was Miami. Seattle is 6-6 six and six on the season, but they've never covered a spread higher than six points. So they never covered anything that was minus six or above. Seattle has only covered... Two spreads in their last eight games, so they're two and six against the spread in their last eight games. Their largest victory at home was against the San Francisco 49ers by 10 points, which would still cover in this spread. And that was a team that Russell Wilson dominates. He's 14 and four against San Francisco since 2012. So Wilson dominates that team. New York wants to prove that they're a good team, that they're good enough to win football games without actually winning them, and they're doing a great job at it. A fantastic job. <laughs> in the Seahawks, right now, look like the four seed in the college football playoff. A team that looks great on paper to put in the playoffs, but will ultimately get shafted by Alabama or Clemson. That's who, that's who the Seahawks look like right now. The Seahawks are going to win this game. They're not winning it by two touchdowns. There's your reasoning on the Jets plus 13 and a half. The Seahawks, I believe, according to Pro Football Focus, have a 50 and a half percent chance to cover, and I think the Jets have a 44.2 percent chance to cover. Don't hate me if you lose money. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause it's, laughs> because you bet on the Jets, people. 
But I hate you when I lose money for other stuff? Or Yeah, always. Be Listen, I mean, he does have a winning record on these picks, Casey. 8-6-1 okay. on the okay. season. Got you. Screw Randy Bullock in his missed kick in week one kickers. for that tie. Uh, hashtag ban kickers. <laughs> <laughs> but I am 8-6-1. and one. From Casey, Casey b- before before last week, mm-hmm. um, or before yeah, before the last two weeks, I was five and one. So I was bound to go on at least a two game losing streak at this point. So I, you can't do that well because Vegas would lose all of the money they've ever made. Oh yes. So <laughs> the, the Jets, ah, I don't like it, but. When I looked when I looked at who was less than 50% favored according to Pro Football Focus, the Jets jumped off the page. Weird to say. But I the will Jets... say I'm never a fan of these double digit spreads, no matter how bad or good any team is. That's just I feel like it's a betting trap. But I would feel a lot more confident about this if Seattle was playing in New York. I would agree. Just I would agree. Um, I'm not a betting man like betting on games and spreads and stuff so in what what gave me confidence is colt mccoy went in there and the giants gave them a game this is true like in no way we we talk about the browns playing the giants and the jets for their final two games and to ride their defense i I mean yes 100 percent do that what the hell are the seahawks doing like they haven't looked. They good. regressed since the beginning. Oh my of the year. god, they've looked terrible. Lot, you know, they they've gone from Super Bowl favorites to should this even be a playoff team? Yeah. So and also it's happened. That happened once Pete Carroll signed his extension. Hmm. Just putting that out there. <laughs> um, he got complacent. He thought he was playing for Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Casey. <laughs> no, I mean, come on with it. <laughs> I mean, who would you rather have? Pete Carroll or Mike McCarthy as your head coach? Yeah, flip a coin. Double-edged sword. I'd, I'd rather have Pete Carroll than Doug Peterson, I'll tell you that. I'd rather have a monkey than Doug Peterson. <laughs> I'd also rather have an elephant than Mike McCarthy. I think an elephant and Mike McCarthy look the same and would do the same job. I think that's that's essentially what they are. And, oh. well, well, one works for peanuts and one does not work for peanuts, but a... <laughs> That was a bad joke. That was a bad joke. That was great. I love <laughs> that was amazing. I love my life. You just you should have waited. Oh. <laughs> also, can we just Jesus? Let's 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 end the show talking bad about the Cowboys because who doesn't love doing that? It's nice to get it off your chest, to vent. You know, sometimes yeah. you have to. You know, <laughs> what in Jerry Jones' right mind was he thinking hiring Mike McCarthy, who is a bad head coach? Name the analytics now. Name value, yeah. All name, about value. name value, and then yeah. who's their defensive coordinator? What's his name? A guy who's been out of the league for four years, Mike and, Nolan. And mm-hmm. Mike, Mike Nolan, Nolan can go. Mike Nolan <laughs> has had like three of the five worst defenses since two thousand. Awful. This like, is the problem with head coaches. They have yeah. these this sense of loyalty to certain people that suck. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. Well, and Jerry Jones has this loyalty to people that suck or people that are mediocre, but we're going to throw a lot of money at them because that's my dude or whatever. He's got <laughs> more money than he knows what I... to do with. Yep. Yeah, $5 billion, That's just cash. 
Yeah. Yeah, cash. No big deal. <laughs> Jeff Bezos has like 144. So what's Jerry Jones really worth? Come on now. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, what does Jerry care? His val the valuation exactly. of his company goes up every year, regardless if they win. Exactly. Every yeah. year, it the, baffles the, me to no end. Every year, the Cowboys are the most valuable franchise in the world. And I believe this year it was by 400 million. I believe the next most valuable franchise was um, Real Madrid at 4.6 billion. What does he care, right? He can't be in charge of football operations. That's the issue. He's already said he'll never give it up. He no, does not of course care. He won't. Well, his son is a lot more involved now yeah. than he used to be, but yeah. I mean, Jerry still has final say. So Yeah, it's going to be a while. There's yep. there's He's a reason. Be there there's a reason yeah. Jerry Jones is on Dallas Cowboys radio twice a week. Mm-hmm. Loves is, the attention. Is, is it's because mm-hmm. Jerry Jones. He is a firm believer in bad press is good press. I mean, oh. here's the thing. You give anybody in this room an NFL team, you're going to be one of two things. You're either going to disappear and let football people run your team so you can win. Or you're going to be completely out in the spotlight because you have this multi-billion dollar baby and it's your baby and you're going to do whatever the fuck you want. So what you're saying is Jerry Jones is a fantasy owner living out their fantasy. 100%. And I I don't have an issue with it. I'm not a Cowboys fan though. So I can understand why it's heartbreaking watching him continually fuck you over. But as a person who lives their life, fucking fantasy teams over repeatedly i'm like yeah do you jerry let's do it oh my gosh (laughs) yes (laughs) okay and i i know (sighs) i know casey lives in dfw so i'm sure you listen to 105.3 the fan every now and then and you hear you like i i this this is the first year and again i've only been here a short amount of time but Mm -hmm. when i was here last year i mean they were jerking jerry jones till till the day's end (laughs) And this year, their tone has fully changed. Yeah. In terms of, like, we need to be much harder mm-hmm. on this team in terms of what we say because we can't pat them on the ass and say good job anymore. Yeah. Exactly. And well, a lot of those people aren't there anymore too, so that helps. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, they do. They they are. You know. Uh, he tells him he cusses at him. He, you know, Jerry will be like, "Yo," <laughs> yeah. because we, I mean, we we all know that the Cowboys suck this year, and Jerry's kind of oblivious to everything. So maybe if we tell him a hundred times, it'll finally stick. But no, nah, it won't. Doesn't matter. He's got more money coming <sighs> he in. Doesn't than he doesn't care. Do he with. doesn't care. Yeah, he's making well, his money. Why yeah, should he? Get him. Give him his money. His yacht. His you know whatever. Does he want a, any form of a legacy? Like, no. He won his Super Bowls, right? Yeah, yeah he got a in Super Bowl. In the 90s. Hey, you know what? Some of us, that's as good as we're going to get right now. And <laughs> Yeah, we can't all be Patriots fans this... and win six in 20 years. So, yeah. Just, just for, for the record, the last time the Cowboys won, my parents weren't even married. Think about mm. that. My parents. I don't know. I was still watching video on VHS. So I'm just, I remember floppy disks set my fucking elementary school when the Dallas Cowboys last won a Super Bowl. There you go. What's a floppy disk? No, I'm kidding. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know what floppy disk is. 
Did I ever oh, use one? No. You didn't catch oh that. my god! Go with young. <laughs> Oi, yeah, that's young. Oh, but you didn't use one. You know what they are, but you didn't. No, use I know one. what they are. Yeah, I. Okay, I, so I'm you 22. See... I was born in '98. Oh god. Yeah. '98. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love I was in high school. <laughs> I was a freshman in high school. Yeah, in I... we're about the same age. Okay, good. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have. Oh, I always. I always say though, fantasy football has been in my blood since day one, because my dad uh, came from a fantasy football draft to the hospital on the day Perfect. of my birth. I was about to say, what's like? Wasn't that like right when the internet started? Like, <laughs> yeah, the internet started in what, like ninety five? Yeah, Still so a couple yeah. years, and there you go. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I am. It is. I am older than Google, though. So, oh man, you better pat yourself on the back for that. I'm older than Google. Uh, me too. Not as rich as Google, but older than older. Google. We'll see. We'll see. Jerry. <laughs> it's all right. We're an empire waiting to happen. It's okay. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We're the next. Uh... I don't want to say Barstool. We're the next sports. fantasy footballers. By the way, congratulations to them yes. on their yeah. thousandth episode today. I had yeah, a chance to awesome. listen to it before the show. Kudos to you guys. We had Mike Wright on the show uh, over the summer. We've had a number of fantasy footballers, writers, including Ryan, who's become part of the show. Shout out to you guys. You guys yeah. are awesome. Well said. You have helped spawn a number of um, up-and-coming fantasy analysts and podcasts, etc., Keep doing what you guys are doing. Shout out to the next thousand. And on that same note, I want to shout out Casey, who's first year with the Ballers, killing her starts of the week article, and just got the bye week in the Ballers Writers Fantasy League in her first okay. year. Okay. Get a girl. <laughs> Get a girl. Yeah. I need Big something time. good to go my way in 2020. There you go. So yeah. there you go. Also, big shout out to Mike. Tyler Higby caught a touchdown. <laughs> so, congratulations I, I saw that over the week in the box score and i was like damn my prediction almost came true <laughs> congratulations oh, man. four touchdowns Woo. he's tied in 19 on the year and in my preseason projections he was tied in 19 i will say that oh, well now he just has to do what he normally does three catches for 30 yards and blocks <laughs> very doable um all right Thank you, Casey, for joining. This thank was you guys. Yes, thank you, awesome. Casey. Oh no, I went a little longer. We got a lot more questions, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. Yeah, always love it. All right, so uh, Saturday show, of course, uh, eleven a.m. Eastern. Everywhere you're watching now, besides Twitch. So if you're on Twitch, just head over to YouTube. That's probably the easiest platform for you. You can follow Casey at the Casey Kasem. You can also obviously find her work at the Fantasy Footballers. Um, and Fighting Chance Fantasy. That's where all her work is. She does some incredible stuff. Go check that out. You can find Ryan at the Fantasy Five. He also writes for the Ballers, but he writes with a cooler and does more stuff with a cooler <laughs> website called Club Fantasy. Um, Josh. And then you can follow me. Oh, wow. At Joe <laughs> underscore Zolo. Uh, guys, I've been doing it for over three and a half years now at this point, going on four years. Yeah. We love each other. It's yeah, okay. Just I like it. Yeah, it's just Ryan, more fun to hate each other on air, right? Ryan's new. I have to like, you know, let him think I like him. You gotta butter him up. Yeah, gotta butter him up a little bit. Um, you can follow Club Fantasy on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Club Fantasy FFL. The URL is clubfantasyffl.com. Next week, oh baby, are we ending the year on a strong note? We got Casey this week. Next week, we have 
Robbie from Rumboys Sports Network. So that is huge. Yes. Do I tease 16 and 17 is the real question, though. Mm. Do I? Well, I can, I'll can. i tell you this. Week 16, a guest that you all know and love, who has been on the show multiple times before. Don't announce 17. Week 17. Yeah, no, you're going to have to wait for week 17. Yeah. Let's just say. <laughs> it's big. Pretty it's big. Gore. <laughs> oh god that was huge. If it's frank gore <laughs> hey frank i know you have a concussion and your team sucks want to talk fantasy football um no it is not frank gore but it is someone huge in the nfl world so we're excited for that but robbie from run boys next week always remember defense wins championships offense wins fantasy football we'll see you saturday at 11 a.m eastern for start sit different day bye <laughs>